Live from LP Friends Stadium, home of the Hickory Crawdads, where fun happens. And brought to you by Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. I'm Delmon. And I'm Malicious. And this is EQ2 Talk. This is episode number 60, and we are recording on February 23rd, 2013. And, Allie, why don't we still have theme music? Two words, Del. Solar flares. Are those like sky rockets in flight? <laughs> are we headed, Allie, for a little EQ to talk afternoon delight? Maybe. Okay. All right. So then let's get the show on the road so we can get to No, that's so wrong. Oh my god. All right. So up first, I think we have this I, I have to say we had a whole bunch of emails come in uh, recently, Allie. I noticed that. So unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get to them all in this episode. Uh so Allie, why don't you start us out with the first one then? Okay, we have an email here from Abby and Abby's subject is I want to be on your side. I really do. Allie, hi, this is Abby, Abyss in one form or another from the Freeport server. I guess you could say I'm a returning player. I started at launch and left right after EOF. Friends dragged me back when Freeport was free to play right after, sorry, right before DOV. So I started a new account, couldn't bear to look at the old tunes, and start fresh. In response to your recent podcast, I very much want to be on your side. The EQ2 player deep inside me lofts the banner of challenge and waves it around with all the strength my virtual character can muster. He yells out that this is the just side to be on, the right side, the side more than anything we all want to be on. But here's my anecdote. You see, the other day, a group of four of us was running through VP for ordained altars for a good decorator friend of mine. As you know, trash mobs drop fabled chests that contain nothing more than level-specific fabled crafting materials. The main bosses are the only ones that have the ordained altars that we were after. So why was every, everyone in the group opening the fabled trash mob chests and continued to do so even though it was apparent there would really be worthless crafting materials in them? We were all maxed level 95. There was no real challenge here. Are we that... Conditioned to open a fabled chest, doing so just on the possibility of something new, something exciting? I guess that's for you and Dell to muddle through. Either way, longtime listener, I truly enjoy the podcast. More so, I appreciate the time you and Dell spend bringing enjoyment to the EQ2 community. Safe travels, signed Abby. So, Dell, any thoughts about Abby's email? Uh, yes, and, and first off, thank you very much for taking the time to email to us. Uh, good to hear, uh, uh, first-time emailer, long-time listener. I have to agree with, with Abby's comments here about uh, looting fabled chests constantly, <laughs> in VP especially, uh, because absolutely right, there's only the, the gems, I think, that you use with the patterns to, to get the armor. 
but like Pavlov's dog, I think EQ2 players see a chest and immediately begin to salivate. I mean, uh, you know, Ali, how it happens on our raids. Uh, a trash, exquisite chest drops, and you would think we just won the lottery. Chest, right. chest, stop raid immediately. Stop all pulls. We have trash chest here. We must deal with this immediately. But at least those have something in them. Uh, that is true. But for the vast majority of players, uh, that stuff, or at least for us, not for the vast majority of players on our raids. I'm sorry, let me say that. Uh, that's uh, junk. I mean, it's all kind of fodder. But we seem to manage to bring 24 people to a screaming halt to all <laughs> huddle around this thing like it's some campfire, some giver of life. Ooh, <laughs> what did we get? And, and, and it is the socks and underwear of trash loot. Not always. There are brush plates in there. Okay, okay. Those, I... are, those are special. But those only come, I think, in Sleeper's Tomb. Yeah. But uh, I, I think of us in AOA when, when – and when it's like – remember back in the day when obols? Oh, my God. An obol. Stop the raid. I want to get off this new oval we have to deal with. <laughs> uh, so I can absolutely sympathize with, with Abby's comments here about we just do it. It's instinctual, I think. I, yeah. mean, I, I swear if I heard that sound in real life, I'd stop whatever I was doing and look around. You know, that katunk sound. Have you ever noticed a total derail here, but that small chess and exquisite chess have the same sound effect? Uh, I think because they fall in a vacuum, perhaps. So they, they impact with the same thud sound. Uh, I gotta say, I never really noticed that. I, I guess you could feedback that as a as a suggestion that uh, perhaps oh. the sound team at EQ two should oh. uh, wait the sound of the chest uh, sounds well, for the weight of the chest. That would uh, they have a different sound? So what? All right, what you want them to do is go to down to the lumber yard, get a bunch no. of wood, drop that, no. and go get some metal and drop that. No, uh, I'm just and, and I'm then just get like uh, ornate metal and drop that as well. Just observing. <laughs> I think it's funny because it's trickery when the small chest drops and you think it's a great big one and it turns out it's – I have to say I I, uh, I guess in one I have one advantage over you, Allie, because I don't have sound on. I know. Uh, I actually have to see the chest so I know immediately, oh, look, ornate crap. <laughs> uh, but do you, do you think a lot of players do that? I, I, it's true. I, even, a, even a treasure chest, it's opened immediately. I think you're right. I think everything – Everything gets looted. I, 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 it bothers me when I see people leaving corpses laying around. Mm-hmm. It really bothers me because there might be, you know, nine gold on there. <laughs> it, it, gold, I need my 76 I, silver. I, I got to be honest. I hate, you know, this is just more, more Dell's disturbing uh, imagery in my head during raids. When we're running, say, like three, through Sleeper's Tomb, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go all the way down to the end of that hallway. You kill the mob and you're going to run all the way back up to the, to the intersection. Mm-hmm. And they've left corpses. Oh, it drives me crazy. I stop and loot them. Well, you mean the ones that don't have anything on them? Right. I can't loot the one that's got like 76 silver on it, even though yes. I want my, my 1 24th of 76 silver. Yeah. Uh, I can't loot those. It says, you know, uh, right. you, only a raid leader or a looter can, can loot this corpse. But absolutely the ones that are just laying there. Cause, uh, cause to make them epic, disappear. An epic has like a 20-minute timer on them. I, I need a nice, clean hallway here. I'm to- with you. I am with you, Del. I'm all about vacuuming. Up after us. Uh, yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. I, I, you know, I have to, again, I think maybe because it's like playing first person. Uh, I hate when they leave, like, corpses laying down in front of me so I can't see the action. Because I'm yeah. inside the body of a, a of a giant war boar or something. I yeah, don't... I'm with you on that for sure. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. So I agree with Abby, and, and you want to say thank you for emailing. But, uh, yes, uh, all chests must be looted regardless of their value. 
it's kind of amusing. And then I bitch that my bag is full of this useless crap. <laughs> oh, you can't please me, can you? No. All right. So our uh, next email is from Indabuff. And Indabuff entitles her email, As much as it pains me, I have to agree with Delmond. Oh, so sad. Yeah. Can we just stop the podcast? We got to go to the framing store so I can get a frame for this one. I like it ready. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, guys. Delmon is totally on base when he states that people will do whatever it takes to make it easier. All you have to do is look around at the amount of mercs being drug around. As we all know by now, it does not get any easier at lower levels than to get a merc to do the work. People that want to raid are looking to get to endgame as quickly as they can with the least amount of work. For the raider, that's the game they enjoy. For the crafters, it's all about getting the stuff they need to do to round out their crafting, to get all the items to improve crafting, harvesting, etc. I fall into the crafting, decorating, and alcoholic line. I have an SK who I try to get the best gear for so that I can farm items for those pastimes. Even you, Ali, hesitated a bit when Delmon suggested that your new alts are on their own with no support from your other tunes to make it easier. Why not make that a rule on your little experiment? No money, no gear, and no items like bags and such. Make it a challenge. I would also like to say that Delmon is correct with that it's a small percentage of the game that raids seriously and that SOE is doing what it can to support all playstyles. In my opinion, that's a good thing for me and I think for the game as well. You'll never recapture the old days, so stop trying as it only will take away from your current experiences. One more thing. There are tons of people who play a solo game but are still part of the community. Grouping is not the only valid gameplay in an MMO. I know when you look at things from an endgame perspective, it's hard to get the full picture. I gave up rating years ago, and I think I have more fun now, but hey, that's just me. Now I must go and find a way to cleanse myself after all this agreeing with Delmon. Signed, Indabuff. So, Allie, any thoughts on what Indabuff writes about? Yes. Uh, Do I agree with Delmon? No, I still don't agree, even though other people agree. That's fine. You go right ahead. Um, I disagree that necessarily people who want to raid are trying to do the least amount of work to get to the end game as quickly as possible. Uh, I think there are all kinds of raiders, just like there are all kinds of gameplay styles. I think there are plenty of people who took the long road uh, to get there and actually enjoy the work, not just looking for a shortcut necessarily. Um, but yes, I agree. There are all different types of gameplay and I do agree that SOE is doing what it can to support all the different play styles. Well, I think what's interesting is, you know, my comments in the last episode, Ellie, I I think certainly touched off a little bit of a powder keg, (laughs) you know, and I, I think it certainly polarized a lot of people into, is he right or is he wrong? You know, or I agree or I don't agree with with that that concept that uh, end game is the only game, and, and I and I do honestly believe that still. Uh, I and I think a lot of people have have commented on uh, that as well. You know, talking about and, and she says it here a little bit. I give my my SK the best gear that they can have so that they can help me farm to do what I can. Right. So yeah, so if, if running around in the wilds to to harvest a bush or a log or a rock or whatever it is, if you have the best gear that gets the mob off you that much better, helps you kill it so you can get back to harvesting, absolutely. So again, it's all about making what I want to do easier. 
Right. Not necessarily easy or trivial, but easier. Right. And being max level helps that sort of stuff. Uh, and I think it certainly helps SOE when designing game if they are able to focus most of their resources on a current population of the game, which is all trended in that direction. They spent a lot of time in the past revamping the, the, the newbie instances or the newbie areas, right? Mm-hmm. And now they're spending a lot of time on the end. I mean, again, people aren't spending a lot of time in that 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 area range. Mm-hmm. That's why that game isn't getting a lot of, that area of the game isn't getting a lot of the attention. You know, it's the new players to get them in, get them hooked, get them going, and then they'll march forward and join everybody else at the end. And so let's invest a lot of our efforts there. I suppose I can uh, get with you on that. I guess I wonder if it's if it's chicken egg. You know what I mean? Like, are people not spending time in those levels because it's not as streamlined? Or is it not as streamlined because people aren't spending as much time in those levels? Or a little of both? Uh, it's, you're, you're probably right. It's probably a little of both. Mm-hmm. But again, get me to the end where everybody else is. I just, I guess my my issue is I don't think it's necessarily to make things easier. Uh, no, I still do. I still do believe that. It's about making things easier with, with where do. you are. Okay. I'm just simply saying I okay. don't agree. All right. All right. Fair enough. So you and the buff can go and agree, and that's just fine. All righty. <laughs> I have to say it is a first because I don't think Indebuff has ever agreed with I me. I think you're right. So uh, I am going to go get this email framed and mm-hmm. hung up here over the PC so I can always look back at it with fond memories. You're going to spend money? Uh, wow. Well, maybe I'll just drive around on trash day and see if somebody else is throwing away oh. a frame. <laughs> nice. Our next email comes from Bailshard. And Bailshard writes, hey, guys, I just listened to podcast number 59. And I have to admit, I was feeling a little like pulling out my hair like Alicia's regarding Delmont's comments about not being any game before 95. I can understand, since he never plays alts or has any desire to, that going back and repeating content would seem pointless, given that it is completely trivial. Now, don't get me wrong. I like feeling powerful and have nice gear, just like the next person. But my husband and I have been playing this game on and off since launch, and I can... we never have enjoyed the end game and don't see that as the beginning of the game, but rather us eventually winding down and deciding what to do next. We do like to do some end game heroic content because I don't like missing game content, but we don't raid. And so gear progression at that point can only go so far for us. And because we feel this way, we do treat each character and duo we have as an adventure and ignore what's happening at Endgame until we finally roll into that last level. But it's more of a result of us already enjoying what we're doing, rather than it being a chore to get there. Sometimes it's hard to see outside your own world. And I know what it's like, because back when Measly Level 50 was max, we were in a raiding guild, and everything became about gear and becoming more and more awesome. It was never enough, and nothing in the EQ2 world mattered anymore because all that was important was getting one piece of gear that might drop so that you could suck less in a raid or you you could show off next time you went to town. It's too easy to get sucked into that treadmill. Maybe I've become soft since having kids and have nothing to prove, but I know I'm not alone here. Thanks, guys, for giving me a topic to get passionate about. Love the podcast. Keep them coming. Signed, Bailshard. 
So Del, uh, what do you think about this idea of that it's hard to see outside your own little bubble of the world? I absolutely think that's true. And uh, maybe I do suffer from a little bit of, of Dell blinders because that's all I see. Mm-hmm. That's my experience. Um, I don't like this email as much as I like the last email <laughs> because this person refers to pulling their hair out uh, yes. regarding my comments. So I, I don't like this email one bit. <laughs> uh, but Vilshard makes some, some very valid points that uh, sometimes you can get in that treadmill effect and – you know, maybe I am there a little bit. I, I, I still do think that being max level is most important because it makes other things easier when you can overpower it a little better, be it through gear or levels or spells. Everybody's interested in the upgrade. If you weren't, you'd be running around with Apprentice once. So you think it's fun for it to be easy? That's where fun comes for you? Uh, no, the fun is making it easier so okay. that it is easy. I guess. Okay. Can I say? I guess I don't agree with. I'm for me, that's not the case. I like it hard. (laughs) Okay. Very good. No, that's fine. But say it a different way. No. Well, the 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 point is you're making is you want the challenge. I like the challenge. Right. Um, like the other night in in raid when we were fighting that encounter that we were having such a hard time with, and we struggled and we spent all night on one encounter, Mm -hmm. all night. And finally, we got it. It For me, that felt good. I liked being able to overcome this challenge. And it was a challenge. It was a big challenge. And it was a challenge to get all 24 people on the same page and doing all the things they were supposed to do. Uh, I think it wouldn't have been as much fun if it were easy. Trash is easy. You could just kill trash all night. And that's not, to me, that's not as fun as killing the names. That are harder. Of course, of course, because they're heavily scripted and more of a challenge. But uh, you did it with all your gear on, all your, your fabled gear, all adorned. You did it with all your masters. You did it with all your AAs to the point where now, Allie, you're going out and hunting for uh, fear gear that will make it so that you cannot be feared. Why well, to make the encounter less challenging? No, because no, it's well, no, it's not to make it less challenging. It's to overcome the challenge presented. Well, when you when that individual is feared, why aren't the other twenty three people rising to the occasion to uh, overcome the script? Well, they can. Mm-hmm. It's just a different avenue to take. Fair I enough. Guess, I mean, I mean, I don't think it's wrong to try to overcome. The difficulties, I think that's part of the enjoyment of it. Okay, but... I mean, if, if if they took out all the script, would you think it was fun? Would that be more fun for you to make it easier if it was just like you could just push it over and uh, grab no, your loot? No, now you're exaggerating again. You're talking I know, about but that's making the, the encounter idea. trivial. No. Okay. Well, what you are, you're, you're talking about, oh, you're talking about by having a specific gear that has a uh, fear proc on it mm-hmm. that makes you immune to fear. Mm-hmm. You're able to uh, avoid that encounter, that part of the script of the of the of the mob. Bob was challenging because every so often he fears one person, and that person right. starts running all over. You're it's now going actually to more than one person. Okay, but that's okay. One, we fair enough. We don't need to nitpick here. No, but... we don't. But so, all right. So even if he does two or three, mm-hmm. the other remaining people of the raid force either need to heal that person, uh, DPS, or overcome the DPS that those people are not providing anymore. 
So yeah. you're out there looking for these items to help you avoid that happening during the script. You're trying to make the encounter easy. Why not okay. don't make it easy and just power through and have those non-feared people rise to the challenge? Okay. All right. You're right on that point. But to me, I guess it's just a different way to skin the cat. It's I'm not looking at it as I'm trying to make it easier. I'm looking at it as I'm trying to find a way to overcome to do what I can to help overcome the challenges laid before us. Fair enough. I, I, and I am in advocating trivial content. Okay. Sorry to exaggerate, but it's what I do. Fair enough. But I'm just, I'm trying to make it very clear that I still want a challenge, but I'm saying that challenge all occurs at the end game. Okay. I don't know. I, I think this is this is one of those religious type discussions. Yeah, maybe. There's never going to be a right and a wrong answer. It's your experience and what you you think. And again, and open to even that uh, a certain amount of elasticity in the discussion mm-hmm. about what your definition of easy is. Is outsmarting a script, taking a dragon's head and sticking it at a wall. Is that making the encounter easy? Well, there's not a full 180 frontal AE then, <laughs> right? You know, so uh, you are making it easier so that more people can get on the backside or something. I guess to me, the fun is in the finding ways to overcome the challenges, the min maxing. Mm-hmm. That's that's fun to me. Yeah. And you talked about that in the last episode about one of the, the best rewards, the sweetest rewards in game. Exactly. And I agree it's, with that. It's getting there. To me, that's fun. Getting there. Once we get there, I want to go there again. Let's just rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. And then it, if it's too easy, it gets boring. Well, at some point, I think once uh, every encounter becomes too easy. Yeah. And not necessarily because you've le- out-leveled it or out-geared it. Encounters right. aren't challenging in the beginning because people are still feeling out. Uh, where, where is the best spot for me to be standing? What is my jousting path? That is the the shortest path. Mm-hmm. You know, how long can I really hang in there from the red text? Do I have a second or do I have three seconds? Can I get that one last spell off? So the more you do, the more familiar you become with how far you can push the bounds, push those limits. Mm-hmm. You know, just exactly where does the AE really end? How much of it can I really take in my face before it one shots me? How far do I have to jump? Can I hang into that middle range and still survive? And that's the fun part to me. Figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, it's frustrating, but it, it is fun right. to me. The more you do it, the, it's like riding a bike. When you first get up, you're, you're all wobbly and shaky. Mm-hmm. You, you're still riding your bike, right? It, you're not riding it smoothly. The more you do of it, the smoother it becomes. And I think the more you do that encounter, the smoother it will become over time because people will become more comfortable with it. They'll be able to an- anticipate what's going to happen next more naturally and better and be able to react in a in a better, smoother, uh, I don't want to say better reaction time again. I use the same word again over. But you, you become better at it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're just saying exactly the same thing in different ways. Uh, I mean, I suppose that's entirely possible. possible. I just don't want to look at it as it's only fun if you make it easier. Because I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that statement easier. Uh, easier. <laughs> I, I, I'm hung up on that word uh, either. I don't, I don't think that's what I really intended to say, and I, hopefully I don't know if I really came across that way. I think players will do whatever they can to make it easier. 
like searching for those lower level items that have a certain proc for an immunity or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll look for better positioning. Let me see where I can face this mob or stick it so it doesn't create an AE that affects more people. Where's my best jousting point? You know, and, and getting that better gear helps me overcome it better again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we could entirely be saying the, the same thing. Well, uh, uh, but you don't want to be side. No, I don't. No, 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 right, I don't right, want right. you on my side either. <laughs> it's off. one of those. It's that green class, yellow class. What are those scouts doing now? What are they up to? Right? Yeah, get out of my. Get off my side. You know what? Get out of my yard. <laughs> Before, before we get too far down the path here of yellows versus greens, we want to talk a little bit about our alts and stuff. Uh, so yeah. what have you been up to with your alt a little bit, Allie? Well, I rolled my wizard. Okay. And I got her up to 20. All right. Very good. Congratulations. But, thanks. Um, but now I'm thinking of I'm switching to something else. Oh, you're, you're done with the wizard. I don't know. Uh, it's a little boring. What, what's making you, what, what is making the wizard boring for you? Uh, it's just kind of boring. I don't know. Standing around and killing stuff. I don't know. I figure I already have that on Allie and she has better survivability. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe I'll go to something else. I don't know what yet, though. I'm afraid to do anything that, like, is a, a, an important class, you know, an important function. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I want to be put on the spot. But, um okay. Maybe I ought to just because that's uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Sure. Get outside your whale house a little bit. Yeah. I don't know, though. I haven't decided. I, I, I don't know. I got to decide. You can pick for me. Would you like to pick for me? Um, I'll let you. Okay. Well, let's – I don't want to force you into a decision you know, at this point, but it's going to hear that you know, you, you've gotten to about level 20. Yeah. So you've had a, a fair amount of chance to experience life as the wizard. Eh, I don't know. I've, I don't know if I would say that I've experienced life as a wizard. I think I have played the same tune that every other character is pretty much up to level 20. They're just different buttons. I don't really even know what they do. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Because I, I think you're, you're, you're exactly right there when you say the first level, 20 levels, it's just, you know, pew, 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 one shot and things are dropping over. Now, when you start to get out of that newbie area, when you're leaving that that intro area, and you start headed out to, if you're following the golden path into Butcher Block, all of a sudden things start to transition a little bit very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mobs are not necessarily all down arrow anymore. Right. Uh, so you start to see a little bit of that. Uh, but I, I think, though, at least through 1 through 20, you've gotten one of every spell practically. Starting to see a little bit of the mechanics, right? Yeah. Uh, you you have a flavor for them now. Certainly, as you you suggest, you may not be an, an expert in them, but you have seen what the wizard is going to be. Yeah, it's, it's certainly going to get more difficult because things are not going to drop as quickly as they used to. You're not going to hit it and it be at twenty percent anymore. Now it's only going to be at eighty percent. Well, I do like the dots. They have a lot of dots. I didn't realize there were quite so many. Okay. Okay. So, I guess I I thought it was more. I don't know what I thought. A little different than I thought. So, what did what have you been doing? What did you roll? I've done nothing. Really, you Absolutely didn't even roll nothing. your beast lord. Nope, didn't even roll him. Oh, nope. so I can't even ask you what I was going to ask you. Well, you know, this is a kind of typical Delmon, right? What, what is Delmon's first up? I got I got ten months. Yeah. 
I got well, 10 I, months. I would like to put something in your uh, backpack. Okay. For later reference, when you do finally roll your alt. Okay. I noticed that orcs, when you don't understand orcish, mm-hmm. sound French. <laughs> okay. It's pretty funny. When you have the speakers on? Well, yes. Let's see, that is, you know, I, I think it's funny. You should um, turn your sound on when you're killing an orc and tell me if he doesn't sound French. <laughs> All right. When you can't. You have to not understand orcish, though. Okay. Uh, I certainly don't understand orcish, uh, but and I'll definitely check that out. I don't even know if the evil monk understands orc. Really? Uh, I'm not sure. He didn't really spend a lot of time over there. Although maybe he does. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what he does or doesn't know. I'm surprised that you haven't rolled anything yet. So I do have time. If I re-roll, I'm not behind. No, certainly not. And I don't think we set this up to be a race, but this is typical Delmont procrastination. <laughs> I can do that tomorrow. Yeah. It, why Why do tomorrow what you can put off till today? Exactly. Uh, or I, whatever. Why the do other, today? The other, the other way around. But uh, yes, yes. Uh, although I think recording our Thanksgiving Day show and I'll be saying, well, I still got 30 days left. How, how many double XPs are left between right. now and the end of the year, of course? But I want to talk a little bit more about Alt Alley, and it got me thinking. Uh, I was reminiscing about uh, days in EverQuest One, and and what an Alt was in EverQuest One, and an Alt was a character separate from your main, who was probably undergeared because you didn't play him a lot. Um, certainly was not all decked out in the latest and greatest best gear. Uh, because gear wasn't, say, as uh, prolific as it is in EverQuest 2. Um, you didn't spend a lot of time on him, so you weren't necessarily that proficient. He, he or she truly was an alt, um, and you were not as good at him because you didn't spend that much time on him. Now we look at EverQuest 2, and I have to wonder, are alts really alts? Do they fit what I used to think of what used to be an alt from EverQuest 1 days? Because they are, in EverQuest 2, uh, practically equally as geared, or easily geared, maybe not equally, but easily geared, um, you have access to all the latest and greatest spells uh, via point of need, right? If you want to buy them, you can reduce all the research time and have the best in that respect. Players are playing them more often, so they are more proficient with them. Uh, maybe perhaps because they have gotten that that main, and I'll use air quotes there, to level 95 and want to immediately try something else. Uh, maybe perhaps in EverQuest 1, you spent so much time and effort earning levels and earning AAs that almost never seem to end anyways. So you were, you were constantly on that character to constantly level him up. Uh, we don't necessarily have this in EverQuest 2. You get to 95, and then you get your prestige points at the same time. You are maxed out in terms of uh, accruing experience points, uh, something you didn't have in EverQuest 1. So, you know, in EverQuest 2, do we really have alts, or do we just have other characters we play? I think a lot of people have just other characters they play, and they're equally good on both or all these different characters. But I think you're right. I think the old days of alts being not as good was kind of the standard thinking of, of what an alt character was. Uh, even in the early days of EQ2, I think. I really think that alts now are often equally as good. 
Now, not for myself personally, my alts, I don't, I don't um, identify with my, my alts as much as I do with Allie, um, mainly because I'm better at Allie and I know Allie's ins and outs. It's kind of like, you know, learning, learning languages to me, you know, I, I am most proficient in my primary language. Now I may be able to speak a few words in other languages, but I can't, I wouldn't consider them to be, I wouldn't consider myself equally capable, but other people are. I think there are a lot of people who have multiple characters and you wouldn't even necessarily call them alts per se. So they're not really alts or even say secondary characters. They are in all of them. And, and I agree with that. And not only that, these characters are uh, capable of standing up on their own. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, when they say, oh, I have an alt tank, well, they just don't have another guy who can DPS in the back of the room or the back of the crowd. He's out front leading, taunting, and doing all those things proficiently. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I think an alt from another, you know, going back to EQ1 days, well, I, I have a, I have a, well, we didn't have red classes back then, but, you know, I have this tank, but he's not really tankable, right? He can join in and swing a sword, but don't expect him to be the leader type of role. Don't mm-hmm. expect him to be out front. Um, and I wonder, do you think the game, the way the game is set up today with the amount of ornate crap, the amount of persistence that we have today, mm. uh, the point of need sort of things, you know, where you can buy all that stuff, and the the ability to do signature quests kind of solo-ish and get yourself to a reasonably geared level. Mm-hmm. You know, alts don't start out naked. They start out doing the golden path quest line, which gears them up along the way as well. So they kind of already have a leg up from being that alt of, of old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I guess I think there is many people who are kind of the old school way you know, sort of like the one character mm-hmm. person. I think there are an equal number of people on both sides of the fence. Uh, I also think, I, I don't think I'm unique in that I have a ton of alts and they all trade skill. And so I have all the trade skills covered. And actually my trade skilling is 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 kind of more primary on those other characters than on Allie. I don't know. I think it's kind of interesting that nowadays it's easier to have multiple characters. Whereas like you were talking about in EQ one, it wasn't that simple. I mean, you, you know, it's hard to get gear now it's, you know, with EQ two, it's very easy to get gear. So maybe it's just opened up another layer of gameplay with EQ two. You know what I mean? And certainly not only that, Allie, it's easy to get the gear. And I think we see this quite often. Mm-hmm. Get the gear on that, and I'll, I'll use air quotes, that main character. And thanks to the heirloom tag, <laughs> my alt, my other characters, I necessarily don't have to play them for them to become half of what they need to be. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to be proficient, and they have to be geared out, right? You could, you could be the best, awesomest tank, but if you're running around in level 10 gear in Chains of Eternity – 
you're going to die, right? You could know what every button and every spell and every text says on it, but you're just not going to be successful. It's kind of a, a two-part. You have to know what you're doing, and you have to have the gear to do it in. Well, and I also think that SOE has made it, has supported playing multiple characters with the, the heirloom tag, with all of this stuff, you know, with the ability to be able to pass things along to your alts uh, in terms of, you know, uh, maybe access and things like that. Um, the dragon, uh, what the heck was it? Something that you had, to, what was it, dragon learning? Learning to speak as a dragon. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Just because a dragon, silly me, uh, with those um, runes or whatever, mm-hmm. shortcutting kind of alts. And uh, you know, I think they understand that a lot of people have alts for different purposes, either for adventuring or trade skill, and both. And so they sort of support multi-character and multi-account playing. One thing I will disagree with a little bit on you is I don't know if I necessarily would consider uh, another character that I have who's a max level trade skiller really an alt. I guess when I'm thinking of alts, I'm thinking about adventuring, uh, things that would require grouping and playing with other players because trade skilling is an extremely solo activity. Mm -hmm. So I guess for some reason it's not that difficult, right? Mashing buttons and watching the lines go left to right. I guess I don't look at it as uh, – I don't count those. Am I, am I wrong for thinking that? I think you're wrong because, okay. I mean, to me, they're alts. I mean, whether you want to call them, you know, alts or equal mains, whatever you want to call them. Sure. They are other characters on my account. Mm-hmm. And I can make everything in the game with those characters. Allie can't make everything. No, that's true. That's so true. So I – I I mean, I consider them alts. I don't consider them adventure alts. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I, I think, you know, I think it's silly to just pretend trade skilling doesn't exist as a valid form of gameplay. <laughs> because oh. a lot of people just trade skill. There are a huge number of people who just trade skill. Uh, absolutely. I understand that. And I, I certainly don't want to offend that community or alienate them, right? <laughs> Uh, I guess when I look, and I, I always say I don't have alts, right? I've always described it that way, Allie. But you do have alts. I guess I don't because I don't consider them to be alts. Uh, I have always described them as my mules, right? But you uh, have alts in the old school way of a distraction, a diversion from your main. Uh, you don't have multiple mains. You have alts, true I, alts as opposed to multiple mains. Yes, uh, the ones that have adventured, right? Now, uh, that's why I guess I don't consider the woodworker, the alchemist, uh, who else is over there, and who, uh, the provisioner and all that. I mean, I got five or six uh, trade-skilling ones, right, mm-hmm. that I ground out on, on double XP weekends mm-hmm. uh, because it was the easiest time to do it. I don't consider them alts. Uh, even if they have adventure, you know what adventuring they've done. They, they stand around at the bank, and I hate stuff. They're, they're places to store more stuff. So your bruiser, what's your bruiser? Um, you know, now he is probably the exception, right? I've, I've gotten him to max level, and then maybe the same thing with the uh, with the troubadour. I, I got them to ninety. Uh, I am not proficient in them at all. 
But they're uh, alts. Those are alts. I, I, I guess to me, I, I, an alt would be somebody I'd have to, I'd want to be able to call upon if I needed to. No, but that's I don't not know. an alt okay. necessarily. All right. Uh, in my opinion, that's a multiple main you're talking about. You don't have multiple mains. Uh, okay, fair you're enough. You're only good on one character. So I, I maybe you're right. Then in, in terms, I do have a bruiser alt and I have a troubadour alt. Well, here's the other thing is those other characters aren't necessarily bad. They're just not as good as Delmon. Uh, well, they're poorly uh, poorly equipped, and I and I'm not proficient with them. I you, don't know their spells inside and out. You are not proficient with them in a raid scenario, but you're good enough for a group. Uh, maybe be, you're right. Maybe because well, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'd want to take that bruiser out. Well, you took him out with me. Uh, that was different. You're good enough for Allie. Uh, Allie's alt. <laughs> but, right. But we 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 duoed. We stood at the door. We didn't do a we didn't do advanced forms of gameplay, say in in, in an adventure zone or or a, a heroic zone. We kind of stood at the door and pulled trash. Right, that's what we did with them. We did PR. We never did PR. Bull. We did. Okay. We did with the troubadour. I made you, and it was a real group with other people, not just Allie. Oh, okay. I don't remember. And this. It was back a long time ago. Uh, all right, I don't I remember this. Level ninety. I know you don't. Okay. All right. So yeah, maybe I do have all. I I do have alts as how we're defining them. Absolutely. But I think the game has has evolved into the point where it supports and makes it easier for the person to be multi-mained. Right. I agree. And I feel like a slacker at times because I don't have another main. You know what I mean feel a little bit like a loser are we the only are we a dying breed people who don't have multiple main characters uh i don't know if we're a dying breed but we are certainly a a, a small minority i think again because i i've said i like to get my 15 dollars a month worth um i spend a lot of time on delmon let's be honest to get werewolf destroyer title you you have to commit to Mm-hmm. So while I'm working on that, running around killing the, the dozen or so werewolves that are in the world over and over again to get that title, I'm not going out on these other characters. Uh, I enjoy having Delmon have all those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So I like to focus on him. Uh, am I leveling the bruiser to support Delmon? Absolutely. It's so that he can flop farm shinies for me. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I think that's fine, but that's an alt. I mean, you're you're... Rolling another character to make up for something that Dell can't get on his own. Correct. So Correct. that's an alt. Uh, Just like, you know. Much like your trade, trade skillers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, is that absolutely right. So I guess you're right. You're very right in that respect. Yes. Uh, I think we're just a, a minority player because I think the game affords uh, and continues to afford uh, through the heirloom, through persistence, through SLR. The ability to to have better equipped alts so that you can uh, get proficient at them easier. Yes, I agree. And I think uh, I am grateful for other people having multiple main characters because then we can group, me and you, uh, with our static, you know, our static tunes and all the other people kind of shift around and balance things out based on what needs to be brought to the group. I mean, we're kind of using them a little bit. <laughs> feel a little guilty about it. Yeah. 
Now, now I do too. I was I didn't I didn't until you suggested that. Now I feel bad. We're kind of that's why I feel kind of like a loser for not having another option. But I don't. I just uh, I don't know if I would be good at another character. Um, again, I think it comes down to coming outside your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm equally as, as hesitant. I think, and it, and it becomes most prevalent in a in a raid environment, mm-hmm. right? When all of a sudden there's a booming population of healers on one night, mm-hmm. and when you have that, you can to something else, a coercer or a, a, another DPS class or something like that, or another tank who maybe because you're you're light on tanks that night. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good because it, it keeps the raid moving forward. Uh, you and I don't have that ability to uh, Wonder Woman twirl and become something else. Well, and I wonder if that makes us less desirable. Uh, I, I think it makes not our tunes. It doesn't make our tunes less desirable. It makes us less desirable as people because that's, we don't have those other tunes. Right. That's what I mean. <laughs> and so it's almost like you have to like, you know, be the best that you can be to barely hold your spot, you know, because you're less desirable to begin with because you can't bring something else to the table if it so happens there are too many of your particular class. Uh, you're absolutely right. And you think about a, a sports team, right? And I think this is a great analogy. There's only so many roster spots, right? Mm-hmm. And you might be at what you do. But if mm-hmm. that's all you can do, mm-hmm. well, maybe we want the guy who can do 80% of what you can do, but he can also play defense or something yeah. like that. You know, so you're right. It does uh, carry a little bit of, gee, I wonder, I better be the absolute best all the time so that mm-hmm. there's never a reason to say, Gee, that other guy can do two things. This person can only do one, but the other guy who does two, he does it ju- almost just as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, it makes me nervous. Well, let me ask you this. Does it make you nervous enough to work on that, a, a, a true multiple mm-hmm. main then? See, I guess my problem isn't whether I have whether I have it in me, the effort in me. It's not for lack of effort that I don't have a playable alt character. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how hard I try to do trigonometry. I still suck at it. No matter how hard I try. Well, I mean, again, Ellie, we are playing EverQuest 2. We're not trying to split the atom here, well, okay? <laughs> it's, it I is just, just I, a game. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't think I'd be good at it. I, I don't, I'm not smart enough to play anything but a ranger. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think, you know, again, I, for me to get out of the, the, the mode of where I am, I would want to not take on that, that single single role character, mm-hmm. <laughs> namely a red class. Why would I play another green, right? Uh, I'd want to blend into the background. I maybe want to be the troubadour or something like that, uh, somewhere where I can just be part of the faceless crowd a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know why I'm so comfortable soul healer even though sometimes i absolutely botch it up uh-huh you know you've talked about that in the past you know the comfort of well dps is dps it blends in it blends into the crowd a little bit easier yeah uh, i don't know why when it comes to healing i'm so confident at it but i could never see myself tanking i don't know why i i, I don't know why so i think maybe you can't, I would. you can't move that's why you have that problem 
Your problem is uh, the whole Super Mario effect, uh, which that, I think you have to be a little nimble to be in a, a, a tank. Uh, that's probably true. I a lot more reactionary. Yeah. You know, I guess in healing, I'm I'm reactionary, but I'm stationary at the same time, and maybe that's a good point, Allie. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I I don't think I I would ever see my bruiser alt being up to speed to be a, a, a multiple main. Could I maybe about- get the troubadour? Yeah. Uh, I think I could. If there was something more I could see myself in that role, I would be with that with that class. I think you should try. Okay. Maybe I will. Then you'll leave me in the dust and I'll be the only one without an alt. Then I'll be sat. Perhaps and I'll I'll, I'll wait for you while on raid. But uh, <laughs> again, I think a lot of it, you know, much like why people didn't get into groups, a lot of it is overcoming your fears. And this may, you know, again, this is a game, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not like we're parachuting out of planes here. <laughs> um, it is just a game. It's It's getting outside that comfort factor, getting outside that wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, trying something different. Uh, the first step is always the hardest. I'm not very good at trying new things, but I, I am willing to try. I'm willing to try. Um, oh. I don't know if I'll ever be comfortable raid wise with another character. If they have any suggestions or tips for us to uh, to get into that multiple main mode, maybe they could send them into us. I think that would be great. I I can use all the help. They can't have to offer. Yeah, so send Allie all the help that you can send because she desperately needs it. Uh, yes. So let's talk about our uh, least favorite, shall we? Oh, yes. Let's do that. All right. So, Allie, what's your least favorite for episode number 60? The Sleeper's Tomb, the new the new zone. I don't know if it's just the contested. Oh, no, it's also the raid zone. It's too damn dark. Okay. I can't see anything. Well, they all and look the, alike, so I, I think yeah. they're all identical. But, I mean, it's the new one. The old one near the end, it wasn't that dark. Okay. But this, for some reason, it's like I just can't see a damn thing. And, you know, there's supposed to be a dragon there. I can't see it. I see outlines, but I can't tell if I'm behind, in front, on the side, or what. So I just kind of try and follow the crowd, but I can't see anything Okay. at all. I hate it. It's too damn dark. What's your least favorite? I'm pissed, Allie. I'm really? extremely pissed, yes. Why? They took my elite Merc. What do you mean? I worked very hard to get the Brigand Merc up there in Stonebrunt Highlands. I logged in all times of day, tracked it, ran, checked all the spots. I finally got it. I was really proud. It got me an achievement, too. I was super excited about it. Okay. Uh, never used it because, god dang it, that thing is expensive. But I had it. I had the Cadillac of Mercs, and I was mm. thrilled by that. I was very proud of uh, the accomplishment. Mm. During the Chains of Eternity signature quest line, the very last step, uh, you have to go into the Solo Harrow's End zone mm-hmm. and save Drenal. It overwrote my Elite Merc. My because Elite Merc you, is gone. Because you did it too soon. You didn't wait for the patch. Well, I got screwed and I'm pissed. Uh, they took my Elite Merc. They didn't give it back and I'm pissed about it because their game made a mistake and somehow it's the player's fault. So I got to be honest, on, on a very serious level... Uh, it is frustrating that their defect took away a bit of enjoyment for me. Uh, and and I have no recourse other than, you know, tough cookies, Delmon, suck it up. What's your uh, most favorite, Allie? My most favorite is actually uh, Sleeper 2 Contested having quest drops. Okay. I'm pretty excited about it. I like seeing those uh, back in game. Uh, we did see 
was it the hole that had quest starters in it? Or was that just all those crazy quests that we did? Well, there were a whole bunch of crazy quests, but those, I think, were all NPC. None of them were dropped. Okay. Well, anyway, I like seeing those quest drops. It's very exciting to get something and, you know, ooh, do I have that one yet? You know, keep your little list going. And I, I was kind of bummed that you got one that I didn't mm-hmm. the other night. Yes, yes. What's what's your most favorite? Uh, my most favorite this uh, this round is uh, the live event achievements. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Irelisi Day had Ir- some. Yeah, Irelisi Day has come and gone. Uh, I did get all nine of those achievements. Did you get them? I think I Okay, excellent. Uh, I think there are more on the horizon with Brew Day coming and Bristle Debating Day. Uh, but I think this is exciting. It's something new. You know how much I've enjoyed achievements in the past and work hard to get them. So it was exciting to see some new ones come in that were different than the, the cookie cutter achievements that we've been seeing recently. All right, time for Are You Smarter Than a Delmon? Yeah. Uh, so, Allie, we haven't played this in a while. It seems almost like a forever we have, haven't played this. I know. It's just we had all these distractions and all kinds of things. But we're back now. We're back. All right. So do we have two categories for this week? We do. We do. All right. And what are the categories? Uh, categories are medicine for the soul. Oh, this one's back. I remember this one. I've been ignoring it. Yes, you have. Okay. And the second is a who am I? I love Who Am I, uh, one of my favorites. So I'm going to definitely go with the Who Am I. All right. Well, this is uh, submitted by a listener. Ooh, is, even better. This is uh, Who Am I Dragon Edition. Oh, so, dragons, dragons, dragons. Submitted by Einstein of the Unrest server. I know Einstein. All right. He tried to stump me before with dragons, and I thwarted him before. So or what's Einstein. he got up? His, Einstein, what's he got up this time for me? Well, you get first of all, you got to pick your normal or your challenge. I'm going because it's dragons. I'm going challenge mode. I'm I'm feeling confident on my dragon knowledge. <laughs> wow, scary. Uh, okay, so this you have to get flawless on all seven. Of the uh, <laughs> dragons. Okay. Uh, I fear for you, Del. All righty. I think you might have pulled the room. All right. Let's see how I do. Who's first? Uh, I advocated swift intervention on behalf of all races against the Ixar. I was voted down at the Ring of Scale. I triggered a war among dragons that lasted for half a century. Who am I? I believe you're tranking on. Wow. Yes. That's pretty good. I'm impressed. All right. One for one. All right. Next. I am priestess to the cult of the awakened. I am fanatically devoted to Karafarm. I used to be one of the claws of Vishan. I was married to the ghost in the field of bone. Who am I? I believe you're Harladar. Wow. I'm very impressed, Del. This is, this is intimidating a little. I hold part of a key to the mystic barrier. I take the form of a high elf. I wander a desert city. I am the might of day and flame. Who am I? You're one of two dragons. Barak or Simak or something like that. It's a 50. I'm going to go with Barak. Wow. You got lucky. Am I right? Yes. Oh. Golden day dragon yes silver knight wow very impressive all right next i was born during the age of cataclysms i consider myself a god unchallenged by mortal power i rule over the lizardmen who am i i'm gonna say you're venacor oh my god this is horrible how did you get that 
I know my dragons, I guess. It's kind of scary. All right. This one I think is kind of difficult. Little is known about me. History does not know my origin, identity, or loyalties. I create an air of mystery by avoiding contact with mortals and dragonkind alike. Who am I? Are you Zarakon? No. I don't know, because there was not a lot of clues there. There was very little cluage there. Uh, If I had added this little line, at one time I wielded the harness that controlled the Dracota. Would you have gotten it? You could be, you're one or two then. You're either Taranex or you're Darathar. Yep, Darathar. Okay. But you still didn't get it. I, I do have to agree, though, that one was hard. All right, next I am known as the Mother Worm. I marked the land with my talons. I spawned the red and white Drakeling. Who am I? You are Vishin. Or Vishon as it's properly pronounced. <laughs> Very good. This one you should get. I am the spawn of two young dragons of a po- I am the spawn of two young dragons of opposite elemental powers. It was prophesized that I would lead the claws of Vishan in a great civil war against the Ring of Scale. I was the most powerful general in the Claws of Vishan. I was restrained and taken to a place of indefinite slumber. And if I give you the last clue, it'll be a gimme. So I'm not going to give you that. I I already know who you are. Who am I? Your care firm. Correct. And my last line was, I am the sleeper. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, you might as well say the name at that point. So very good. I'm very impressed. Uh, But you did wipe on Darathar. I got to be honest. I think there's a little bit of room for negotiation there. That was a very, you think not a very bugged? descriptive term. Yeah. I think that would be a bugged encounter. <laughs> I may have just fallen through the floor on that one. No, I, I think I have to agree. I really hate to give it to you because um, the first and the third clues are basically the same. And it basically is, we don't know. Mm-hmm. enough yeah and all dragons are ancient aren't they kind and of powerful so yeah. that's not really uh, there wasn't much uh, meat was on not, that bone come on no, there wasn't much meat. all right so ali make a ruling did delgmont so, get it i think i'm gonna have to give it to you as much as i hate to yeah, i think mean, i'm gonna have to give it to you never Sadly. go head to head on delmon with dragons well you know all you're doing is encouraging einstein to supply more are you smarters uh that's fine he's he's over two i think now is he not he is i am i am sitting here on my throne of the draconic knowledge feeling pretty confident about myself ready to be knocked off uh no i'm not ready to be knocked off they taunting, taunting yeah. the listeners are yes you? i'm hitting my uh positional ups <laughs> All right, then. Did we have anything else for this, Allie, the 60th episode of EQ2 Talk? Wow, 60. We are getting into old age, aren't we? I think so. We might have to apply for AARP. But no, I think that pretty much wraps it up. All right, then. So let's say thank you to everybody who took the time to download the podcast. We sure do hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, We also want to give a big shout out and thank you, Allie, to this week's corporate sponsor, Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. And don't forget, Allie, you can check out their New Age Rewind, The Lifter Makeup. <laughs> Our first 
face-lifting foundation with smooth primer inside. Primer like paint? I have no idea what that means, Ellie. <laughs> That's kind of scary. I don't know if I want anything lifting me. Okay, but it's smooth, smoothing it's primer. Primer, okay. Uh, it's in a fo- I don't even know what foundation is. It sounds like something that goes on your bottom, I guess, underneath. Mm, it goes underneath everything. All right. Hello. <laughs> so how can they get in touch with us, Allie? They can send us an email. I'm Allie at EQ2Talk.com. And I'm Delmon at EQ2Talk.com. They can email us in game at eq2.unrest.alicious, A-L-I-S-C-I-O-U-S. And I'm eq2.unrest.delmon, D-E-L-L-M-O-N. Or they can join our in-game chat channel, which is eq2.unrest.eq2talk. Or follow us over on Facebook and Twitter at eq2talk. Hope you'll all join us again for episode number 61 and say goodnight, Alt. Good night, Alt. Allie. Wait, I did that wrong. How about Allie talking? All right, you look good as well. Oh, thanks. You you don't look too bad yourself. I thought you were going to be too high. Abyss on below. Let me start this over again. I can't see. You're good at that. I'm not good at that just one of the many things that you're better at than me oh god why is this so hard hope you'll all join us again for (laughs) the period at the end i had the comma you take the period could we butcher this any other way i mean this is 60 times we've done this and like somehow it it's so awkward every time in flight.